G'day, dorks, and welcome into Lords of Dorktown. I'm your host, Philip. Thank you for joining me. Uh, joining me tonight in the studio, I've got two lovely guests. Uh, Tyson, Tyson's here. G'day, dorks. G'day, dorks. And uh, his long-awaited return to Dorktown studio. You've heard him here before briefly. <laughs> Joshy boy, how are you, Josh? Yeah, I'm all right. Mate, it's bloody hey, good Josh. to get you here. You're lucky to get me. <laughs> yeah, we literally tricked you into coming. <laughs> I wouldn't say tricked. <laughs> I mean, I just never said the word recording. I figured that'd get you over the line. <laughs> uh, anyway, so how you been, boys? How you been, Tyre? Yeah, really good. You know, same old, same old. Dad yeah. Life. Dad life. Beach walking. Yeah, it's been a pretty chill kind of week for me. I've been really enjoying taking a bit of a lazier one. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's been good. And um, Josh, how about you? How you been? Yeah, I've been pretty good. Been pretty good? Haven't been doing much. Yeah, sipping on a beer on my lounge over there, nice and cash. Very nice. Um, so yeah, it's been a it's been a pretty chill week. Something happened this week that I've been eagerly waiting for. I think I mentioned it on the intro episode to this podcast. Uh, so the keen dork listeners out there will be able to will be able to know what I'm gonna say. And that's my stickers finally arrived, guys. Woo! <laughs> stickers bought off wish.com finally arrived. I ordered them back in June. It is now what? October. I like that you look at your watch. Well, it has the date on it, so oh, I'm I'm never too sure. But yes, it is October. They've finally arrived. Or at least half of them arrived, and what? I have placed stickers literally everywhere that I possibly could because I have five hundred of them. Oh, I thought that must have been your boys. No, no, oh, I did I all see. that. Oh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> <laughs> I know it looks like a child has been in the studio here and just placed stickers on every surface appropriate, but no, that was me. No, that was the 26-year-old man-child that did all that. Looking through the stickers, I found a favourite. We both agree. Very good. Happy fifth birthday, Oliver. Oh, yes. Uh, A Rick and Morty sticker. Yeah, so, So, yeah. There was two stickers that we got in the Rick and Morty uh, set that I ordered. One of them just said, happy birthday name. And the other ones... (laughs) 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 And the other one said, happy fifth birthday, Oliver. Both Rick and Morty themed... Um, so if there's any Olivers out there turning five this year, uh, drop us a like on the Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> we'll send that like, one out to you. If you're five, your name's Oliver and you like Rick and Morty. Oh, if you're four turning five, sorry. Yeah, so if our listeners, if the Venn diagram of Rick and Morty fans, <laughs> this listener fans, kid named Olivers and children at the age of four that listen to podcasts, if anyone <laughs> matches those, <laughs> that incredibly niche Venn diagram, uh, drop us a line and we'll send it out to you ASAP. Yeah. Uh, also, if your name's name... We've got the perfect birthday sticker for you. I used to think my parents hated me, but yeah. (laughs) You know what? I can never find my name anyway. (laughs) My son is also named Bort. (laughs) Uh, Simpsons reference. (laughs) Early in the app. Nice. I like that. Um, So, yeah, uh, I definitely think we should probably give some of these stickers away to some listeners at some point because I have too many. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. we had we got what did I got a Dragon Ball Z set. I got a My Hero Academia set. Um, Seven Deadly Sins. 
what was Dragon it? Rick and Morty. I said Dragon Ball Z. I'm pretty sure there was a fifth one. Oh, Naruto. 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 <laughs> I'll say it how I want, and anyone who's offended by that, email me. Do you say Akamaru? Uh, no, I'd probably say Akamaru. Say Akamaru. Akamaru. Setsuka. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, we, have, um, we had our first... Uh, feedback from a listener about uh pronunciation of things and i was actually pulling you up tyson not me for saying studio ghibli instead of studio no you said studio ghibli instead of studio studio ghibli because it's pronounced with a j instead of a g i'm so sorry yep call me in a sight <laughs> uh so just shout out to craig the listener who pulled that one up thanks buddy thanks for keeping us honest Thank you very much, Craig. I, <laughs> I'm defeated, but, you know, from failure is an opportunity to learn. Oh, we'll rise. This shall like, now be yeah. always pronounced Studio Ghibli. Very good. That's what we want to hear. Uh, also, I'm just going to plug the socials up top too because I forgot to do it uh, last episode, I'm pretty sure. So I'm going to remember to do that. So if you're listening to this and you are enjoying this podcast, please go to uh, at Lords of Dorktown on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and YouTube. Obviously, drop us a like. And you can also email the pod in at lordsofdorktown, one word, at gmail.com. So just lordsofdorktown at gmail.com. And you can, you know, drop us a line, tell us what you're into, what you want us to review, all that kind of stuff. We love hearing feedback from the listeners. It's been the highlight of my week has been getting feedback from the listeners. It's been absolutely great. Yeah, Super exciting. Yeah, and uh, leave us five stars and rate and review on iTunes and all that stuff. It really helps get the podcast up there in numbers. Uh, But plugs out of the way, we have a massive topic to talk about this week. An absolutely banger of a topic. We are talking about neogenesis. Nearly stumbled over the way. (laughs) Nearly mispronounced the intro. God damn it. Neogenesis Evangelion. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Fuck. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Man, oh, I shouldn't have had a drink before I started. It Don't does, blame it on that, Philip. Well, I am going to blame it on that because otherwise <laughs> I have to look inwards at myself and I don't want to do that. <laughs> Much rather blame someone else than me. Um, so, yeah, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, I do have a little synopsis here. Uh, so, Evang- Neon Genesis Evangelion is set 15 years after a worldwide cataclysm centred around the futuristic fortified city of Tokyo 3. The protagonist, Shinji, a teenage boy who was recruited by his father, Gendo, to the shadowy organisation Nerve to pilot a giant biomechanical mecha called an Evangelion. Uh, Into combat with aliens being called angels, the series explores the experience and emotions of Evangelion pilots and members of Nerve as they try to prevent angels from causing more cataclysms. In the process, they are called upon to understand the ultimate cause of events and the motivations for human actions. I think that's a pretty good synopsis of the series. Yeah, definitely. It is definitely uh, a series about finding oneself. Yeah, there's a, definitely a lot of inward, yeah. inward looking in this series. Yeah, very philosophical, and the way that they break down your walls is put giant robots fighting monsters which we all love. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good hook. Uh, so when did you first watch this anime? Um, well, I was introduced to me by an old housemate of mine. Shout out to you, Shira. I'll link you this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Another he, listener. <laughs> he, he introduced me to a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, it really introduced me to a lot of um, anime and just the world of computing and being a bit of a dork yeah. more so than I was used to. Was um, he was he your dork daddy? <laughs> um, no, 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 he was. <laughs> um, but yeah, dork he daddy. showed it to me. Um, he said it was one that he really liked. Like growing up, he was a couple of years older than me. This series is as old as I am. It was out in 95. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 25 years old. Yeah, it was awesome. I watched a lot of it there and then just re-enjoying it on Netflix. Yeah, it was kind of a surprise. It dropped on Australian Netflix like I think it was maybe a year ago or no, it was probably early this year. Yeah, it had dropped. I think it was a few months ago. Yeah, I actually don't remember when it I remember seeing it coming up and then it like I remember seeing it in the like out now category and being like, oh damn. Netflix got a good one. Like it's yeah. rare for Netflix to pick up like a super highly regarded anime series. Yeah, like, like almost a flagship. Like. Yeah, well it is. Like um uh I know um a lot of people hold Evangelion up there as like a a masterpiece of animation and Japanese anime and like it's like a touchstone cultural touchstone for a lot of, you know, Gen Xs for what yeah. anime is to them. Yeah, it's up there definitely. with like Akira, Ghost in Ghost in the Shell, like all that stuff. Like it's That's basically how Shira introduced it to me. Yeah. This is anime. <laughs> yeah, essentially, yeah. That, that. I had a huge crush on Misato. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Josh, when did you first experience Evangelion? Uh, last week. <laughs> uh, and what did you think about Evangelion, Josh? Did not like it at all. Fair what? enough. What? I know. Hey, man, everyone's, are, everyone's allowed to have their opinions. It's yeah. a completely valid and opinion. And yours is wrong. Oh, yeah, valid. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. So, um, yeah, so Evangelion has 26 episodes and I think three movies, End of, e- uh, End of Evangelion, Life and Death of Evangelion, and no, maybe it's just two. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure exactly. Uh, but anyway, so basically today I think we'll just go through the 26 episodes of the animated series. Uh, we might touch a bit on the movie, maybe not too much, because I think the movie is an entire beast on itself that kind of needs a whole episode dedicated to it because there is a lot of fucked shit in that. <laughs> that movie is hard, hard to watch. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about the series, I guess. Yeah, so we'll just talk about the 26 episodes. So the introduction to this series, like the the first thing I noticed are when I started, oh, I didn't tell you my background. So the first, um, my first introduction to this series was actually through my uh, stepdad. Uh, shout out to JD, who you. I assume would be listening. I don't know. <laughs> really? I don't know what JD does with his day. <laughs> Fair enough. If he does, man, that's you know props to him. But you know, but he, yeah, he was this kind of he was this kind of old school kind of anime fan too. Like, um, I know he was a big fan of like Gundam and stuff like that, and he showed me. He showed me, hey, Tyson, do you remember when I um, started this podcast and I said, hey, make sure we put all our phones on silent? And you said, yeah, I did already. Yeah, I thought I did, but that was an alarm and it turns out it wasn't on silent anyway. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Noni. <laughs> amateurs. Absolute amateurs. This is... Sorry, everyone. No, it's like, I'm not editing that out, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> character yep uh anyway so yeah jd introduced this to me and i was really young when i first watched this like really really young like my first memory of this would have been i probably was about 10 yeah so and uh, i distinctly remember the design of unit one 
Yeah. Like the main kind of Yeah, that purple and green. Purple and green, oh, the oof. the horn, like yeah. the big shoulder shoulder spikes and stuff like that. Like all that stuff was ticking a lot of boxes. But then it obviously got a bit heavy and I dipped out straight away. <laughs> so yeah. would you go out on a limb and say unit O one can get it? Yeah, unit O one can get it. <laughs> That's a sexy robot. That's <laughs> actually not a robot. Yeah. That's a sexy whatever it is. It can Cyborg, get it. I guess. Yeah. Oh. Biomechanical machine. Yeah. That's a pretty apt. It's more like, yeah, yeah, I guess. It's That's pretty good. Something. But yeah, 10-year-old ten, ten me was not ready to emotionally <laughs> deal with my own problems, let alone dealing with an anime's <laughs> emotional problems. Yeah. So yeah, I dipped out of that and, you know, kind of re, re-fell into this anime when I when we decided to do this episode and... Yeah. God damn it, I've enjoyed watching these 26 episodes. Yeah, really, I will, really cool. I will re-watch this again in like three months' time because it is, like aesthetic-wise, it is probably one of the most beautiful and, pe- like, it, uh, it's an actual piece of artwork. Yeah, this it's, is it's, art. It's so beautiful. Like, yeah. all of the character design, everything is really beautiful. Um, My fiancé, Amber, she loved that she's like it reminds me of sailor moon yeah in the way that everything is really pretty yeah well like, it's like popping colors and dark religious tones and all that stuff like it's not only enjoyable to watch for the first time but it it's it's something that's always going to be enjoyable to look at every time you watch it you, yeah. I, I, I can't see myself getting sick of actually just looking at this animation style. Yeah. With if, the exception of episode 26. If anyone listening thinks they've watched it more times than someone else, please drop a number in the comments somewhere or, or let us know because I liked a little competition going because I'm sure there'd be some people. Oh, there'd there, be some Gen like Xs that have watched this about, yeah. yeah. That are just like, yeah, I've probably seen it start to finish like 30 times. Well, I like I nutted this out in like four days, five yeah, days. Wow. <laughs> But uh, yeah, like I, um, I keep a pretty crazy schedule when it comes to trying to watch stuff for this show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I get up at like four a.m., like two hours before the kids, so I can sit in the studio and just watch this on my iPad. Far out. I know. That's I, I crazy. live in an insane life. I can't keep this up. <laughs> <laughs> Falling apart at the seams here, boys. No. Um. But this, yeah, Evangelion. It's just uh, it's it's a masterstroke, and I think. I don't actually want to talk too much about the story beats in this series, especially the ending and how everything kind of wraps up because I think it's something people need to experience by themselves. Yeah. I think it's a very personal experience. If this. you are a fan of anime and haven't watched it, definitely put it on your list. Like it's one of the ones, like we've seen, it's a very, it's a flagship, it's a it's a cornerstone. It's one of the ones that, that has a lot of history and connection and is referenced to throughout other anime and the anime culture generally and it's short it's not like dragon ball yeah like where they're the same sort of level but that's it's 26 episodes right not 287 yeah i think that's right that's probably wrong um (laughs) but this the structure (laughs) what was that josh Definitely wrong. Yeah, sure. <laughs> You're gonna make a comment. Put the microphone up to your face first, dickhead. <laughs> also, like the way you're sitting, you're basically behind me too. So it's like I've got this like sniggling, like little bastard behind me, just being like, "It's probably wrong." <laughs> On my couch, mate. Did you put any stickers anywhere? Uh, no. I was just assuming I was gonna turn around and you had like replastered a wall with stickers. <laughs> 
um, so this show, the actual format of this show, the way it's formatted, especially in the early seasons, is something early that I've episodes. Uh, yeah, early episodes. Sorry, is something that I've noticed um, replicated in a lot of actual like Western style cartoons now. So the big threat, like a monster of a week, kind of solve the problem in a different, unique way. Yeah. Discover something about everyone, but then at the end, it kind of, kind of resets and starts again the next episode. Yeah. And yeah. With the introduction of each angel, mm. like it's like yeah, and this angel's AT field is extra strong, and it uses it in this way, and this one drops from the sky, or this one. Oh, and the design, the, oh, the individuality of the, oh. of the angels is amazing. It's so... Awesome. I, I thought I was going to get tired of the angels as a villain. I thought, oh, yeah. you know, big, you know, and they're not given super, like, much personality in regards no, to anything yeah. except for when it comes to their design and how they are animated and how they move as a, as a, as a creature. Yeah, and Amazing. Their, their tacking is different. And, yeah, there's yep. a nod to Neon Genesis um, in Avatar The Last Airbender in um, book one, The Winter Solstice, Hey by the Black and White Spirit. Oh, yeah. Is, um, I, I think a lot of people I've talked to think the same, is based around the first angel with the black and white. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's a big nod to yeah, Neon definitely. Genesis in the designing of that, which sort of talks about how, like, it is a testament to how how much it has um, influenced all anime and, like you're saying, even Western animation. Yeah, like, and I, I, it took me a few episodes to kind of key into it, and then when I noticed it and I started picking up on the similarities, I was just like, oh, it's and it's, I think it's brilliant to have something this amazing bleed into so many different because like bleed into so many different series because it makes those it makes the younger generation like my kids who have watched these western cartoons that have follow a same story structure neo genesis is going to be so approachable to them at a, i think a younger age because the structure is going to be so recognizable yeah it's but it's it appro- familiar yeah, yeah but it approaches you know more heavier subject matter like very heavy fucking subject matters yeah, definitely <laughs> um but yeah it's it's amazing yeah uh, and also um i have never watched a series that has made me this tense and anxious for a long time <laughs> the tension that they build into this show is incredible and i just want to highlight the soundtrack that builds tension um this sound you'll hear throughout the whole series and it's I hear it now when I'm trying to go to sleep. I hear it when it's a quiet at work. I hear this sound all the time and it is haunting my dreams. I can't, it's... And I, I think it's meant to be like cicadas. Yeah, I, I looked it up. Yeah. It's, it's meant to be cicadas. Yeah. But th- that sound is in the background of basically every outside scene in the whole, in yeah, the whole series. Drawn really well... It's like the they do the heat line, so the yeah. heat's distorting what you see, and yeah, there's definitely a tension being outside of Nerve HQ. Yeah, and they make it every scene that you'll see outside, you'll only ever see the characters that are talking 
in the scene. Like there will be no background characters. It's an empty street with one person or two people walking down. It's an empty road with one car yeah. on it. Yeah, bar the evacuations. Yep. Yeah, but there's it's it really, really sets the tone very well to like this is a world in crisis. And it, it makes the viewer just feel on edge all the time because there's only one person there. There's it's it's isolating in its viewer like it's isolating its viewer by not giving them anything else to look at yeah. but the point of focus. It's like not it's, like in Pokemon you, they're walking down the street and there's heaps of people or in, yeah. in like Naruto where there is um like in the village, the same so fourteen background standing. characters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, like it's it's very you're like oh yeah, this is this is a tense place. This is a a place where you should be on edge, and you're constantly on edge. Like um, <laughs> the episode um, I think it's like episode eleven, the magma episode where they're using oh, dive yeah. suits to plunge into a volcano. Yeah. I at one point paused the episode because I was going to have a panic attack. <laughs> like I legitimately was going to have a panic attack. Maybe it was the four coffees and the fact it was quarter past four in the morning and I was <laughs> alone in a, a dark room to do with it, yeah. and I hadn't slept much. Um, maybe it was that. Who knows? I'm not one to, you know, cast aspersions. It's really, really good when a series, a series or a game can do that. Um. I just I can't remember the last time uh, an animated series made me feel that tense. Um, probably the most tense I've been um, outside of normal life would be playing um, Dying Light. Is that the zombie game on PS Four? Yeah, uh, PS Three, I think. Okay, yeah. Terrifying. Really, I've yeah, never played a horror terrifying, game. Terrifying. Hey, like it's really cool because it's action and adventure. Like, mm. yeah, craft and. Various different elements. I've, yeah, to, I've, I've heard it's it. really yeah. good, yeah. Terrifying. Like, yeah, but that level of tension is is really awesome when you can get that from something that isn't just a straight-up horror film. Like, the, yeah. the fact that an anime could... I didn't experience it as much as you did, but it was definitely... There was lots of times where I was I was tense and I, mm. was, I was worried about the the outcome for the, for the characters. Yeah, and because it's such a... Because I knew going into it that it was a short 26-episode run, I was more aware that characters could be killed off, you know? Like, yeah, I, I, it, going into it, I was like, it's 26 episodes. You can do – you don't have to worry about a long-running series and keeping characters alive and, you know, plot armour in that short of a series. Like, it, it, yeah. you know, with a finite amount of time, you can – Afford to cut Just off, kill people. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, and yeah, it was amazing. I, I haven't been, as I said, yeah, I haven't felt tension like that in a long time. And I actually, I, I think it's one of the big reasons I want to go back and rewatch this because if it can replicate that tension, even though I out know the outcome, and I think it can. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to go through that experience again. Can we just hear that drop one more time? It, and like it's it's so good and it's such a simple sound effect but they use it in such a way where you know I think that was maybe once where I was like oh I'm sick of hearing this oh I'm never tired like of it towards the the midsection and then after that too I was like oh no oh shit well this this series is not afraid to give you actual stillness for like a long period of time. Like just two yeah. characters looking at each other with this playing in the background 
for 40 seconds with nothing else happening. Yeah. Or just cuts to, like, we're outside. Here is a road. Oh, yeah. Here is a lake. Here is the whole city and buildings. No movement. Nothing. Yeah, well, like... Just cicadas. The, um... Shush, cicadas. The constant snap cuts and dark silhouettes, like, keep the viewers in, like, constant... Not being able to keep track of everything. Like, you're constantly readjusting what you're focusing on and who you're listening to. And it's like, it keeps you on edge the whole time. And like, it's... Yeah, the use of sound in this series is amazing too. Also, like the... Tunk, 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 when they're when the Evangelians are getting oh. shot up to the top. The blaster sounds, mm. the sound, the crash sounds. All of the audio in this is amazing. And it, they use audio to hide those like little... Um, those scenes where instead of animating a scene, they just use a still with voiceovers and a silhouette. Yeah. But they use sound and, you know, lighting in those scenes to complete. It took me like, I think it was by the eighth one I noticed. I'm like, oh, that's a still scene. And it took me that long to notice. And like, that's normally I pick up on those like first thing because I'm like, oh, nothing's happening. It's a still scene. Yeah, definitely after the most recent time I've watched it because like I have watched it multiple times was... Um. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Philip just took a sip of. He's got canned bubbly wine. Yeah, and it's probably more terrible. Yeah, Josh, can I have a beer? Actually, I cannot drink this canned Shiraz anymore. <laughs> no, you bought canned Shiraz. You drinking canned Shiraz? <laughs> if I finish it, will you give me a beer? Wait, you're gonna give me a beer anyway. God, you're a bloody good mate. Um, this is why I love you. Um, that and your, you know. The way you hold me at night. <laughs> yeah, um, no, sorry for distracting everyone. A lot of, um, I don't think shortcuts is the right word in the animation. But not shortcuts. It's um, not budget restraints either. It's uh, I think they use it to effectively give the viewer a time to breathe. Almost, I think it's used to give the viewer a a, a breath. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely. Um, I f- I didn't find it irritating like I did. no, and like, like the series that I do find it irritating in like. Um, <laughs> uh, did you get up to the part in Neo Genesis with the penguin? Neon. No, I got up Neo? to the third episode. You would have seen the penguin. Oh yeah, no, I did see. What the fuck is up with the penguin? I love. I was waiting for like some sort of explanation or like anything, or just for it to be relevant. It's (laughs) never relevant. (laughs) I love Pen Pen. Oh, I love him too, but it's just it's yeah. I was like, oh, cool. He's going to be some comic relief or something, and then episodes go by, and I'm like, no, he's he's not really done anything. Okay, he's gonna he's gonna be pivotal, like, or maybe he's gonna be an angel, or maybe he's gonna play this part where he saves anything. No, Pen Pen's Pen Pen. Yeah, pen, it, pen, it's pen, just pen, pen. a penguin. Like in my notes here, it's literally just, ha ha, what the fuck up with the penguin, <laughs> and that's repeated about four different times in my notes. Uh, and like, I, I actually, love, I love that his name tag is Pen Squared. Pen, yeah, and it's he's he's a um. Invented species of penguin. Oh, hot, I thought he was a springs penguin as well. Oh, that's what they call him. I thought he was fairy because he had the yellow eyebrows. But then again, all my penguin knowledge comes from Happy Feet and Happy yeah, Feet too. And that's no, no. Little penguins or fairy penguins, they don't have those. Rock hopper penguins are probably closer to what <laughs> he is designed. Why on. do you have such a weird knowledge of penguins? <laughs> I know a lot about a lot of stuff, especially animals. 
It's that's such a random thing to know about. Like, I'm glad you do. There's four penguin species that live on Antarctica. Not anymore. Oh, I mean, not in this universe anyway. The deli, chin strap. Wait, prep. do you reckon the relevance for Pen Squared or Pen Pen is because he was also rescued during the second cataclysm that wiped out one of the Arctic poles? The second impact. Yeah, because that took out an Arctic pole. Yeah, and um, Misato was... The only survivor. Did we just crack it? Did we just solve it? Was there also a penguin in that pod? (laughs) Fuck, maybe. We're pausing this and re-watching it now. (laughs) (laughs) Strap in, boys. Um, (laughs) 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 Fuck, that'd be so great if we re-watch that and there's just a little penguin squished down, like an egg squished into the bottom of the package. (laughs) The the thing that she's... uh, The capsule she's saved in. Her, um, her as a character is... Get it. Yeah, she can get it. The fan service in this fucking series is so wild and... No, oh. Like, mm. uh, I wouldn't say it's wild. It's definitely... Um, Noticeable. It's pretty base level fan service for a... There's more fan service in Sailor Moon. Mm, yes, but Sailor Moon also ran longer. Yeah, there's... I think Any 20 26 s- episodes of Sailor Moon, there's 50% more fan service oh. than Neon Genesis. I don't know. Every time they transform, you get an upskirt. The three episodes yeah. I've watched, there wasn't really that much There's fan not. Service. Like, I de- there like is it highlights on it a little bit. But yeah. It gets, it's definitely more, in the later couple of episodes, there's two, it was like three or four scenes. Where I'm like, okay, come on. I'm so I sick of seeing think. I just think the way that they use... Like the couple nudity bits mm. or close nudity bits, and the um, like people expressing their sexuality and stuff like that isn't yeah. really done in a like, oh, watch this because no boobies. No. Like I do, I do think it's done, done in a natural human way. Yeah, I do think it's done. I'm not going to say tastefully, but I do think it's done well in the fact that I think some of it is actually moving the plot forward. Yeah, it makes sense, but also the again, they don't need to be. They're not scantily clad. A lot of them aren't got huge boobs. Oh, they wear skin tight suits. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're not scantily clad. They're not in little like little schoolgirl outfits. Oh wait, no, they are. And then the other time they're in skin tight Evangelion suits. Okay. <laughs> well, I think you're a pervert because it no, I'm not a pervert. It didn't mean much to me seeing them in their school uniform. Just. Like, just made me think of little schoolgirls, you know? You really want to say that on record? You were thinking of little schoolgirls when you were watching anime? When I saw the young girls in school uniforms, it didn't put any, like, anything naughty into my mind. No, I have a six-year-old girl at home. I looked at that and thought, you're a poor child. Like, they do you're not meant to be attracted so to these I, characters. I'm so happy I backed you into this you corner. You're not meant to be attracted <laughs> to those characters. Like, they're, they're, they're children who have, like, mental issues. Yeah. They're children who are, like, struggling mentally. I looked at them and I felt sorry for them. Yeah. I didn't think you can get it. No, I didn't think that either. You're, you are, you just said you did. No. I th- <laughs> yes. Yes, mate. <laughs> No. <laughs> Misato was the only one that she I was like, it. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, she's a oh, woman. and who's the female um, scientist with the mole below her eye? 
blonde. Yeah. Punches oh. Dari's like a champion. Fire out. What is her name? I don't remember her name. But um, getting back to what I was saying, I don't think. You're a creep. No. <laughs> I'm fighting on the opposite. We're fighting on the same side. I did not think that when I was watching this, but I know for sure that it was animated and put in a such way because most people would. I'm defending... You're currently... You're looking up her name right now, aren't you? Yes, I am. Okay. Also, like, no, I think you're wrong. I okay. I think you're... We go, we'll, we'll agree to disagree on this one. Yeah. A new fan service is going to be a hot topic in this series because so many people hold it close and I fucking bang on about fan service all the time. Um... Did you find a name yet? Oh, um, I just realised my it was just my data. Oh, uh, you haven't connected to my yet. Wi-Fi yet? Yeah, it's, um, it's just trying to connect now. Yeah, anyway, we'll move on. Uh, what did you think of the character Mr. Kaji? Yeah, he was cool. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I hated him. Why? The f- Literally, like, the first couple scenes he's in, he's actively raping someone. What? Yeah. He kisses her without her permission. She says no, even pushes him back. And then he says, I know you like it. That's what your lip said. That's right. That's sexual assault. Yeah, that's definitely sexual assault. I didn't think that was the first couple of scenes. Yeah, that's like within, you see him on the boat. And then the next time you see him, you see him in the nerve facility and he does it in the elevator. It's crazy. Yeah, he's definitely a creep. He's so creepy. But they play him off to be a hero in the end. It's bizarre. You're still looking. You're so um, distracted right now. Yeah, I am. You're I insanely distracted right now. Um, hey, Josh, did you want to say any words while Ritz he's looking? Cole? What? It's car. Rit- Rit- oh, that sounds right. It's cool. Well, it's quit- cold, cold, cold. <laughs> <laughs> was that last bit there, buddy? It's cold. Um, while we're talking about her, actually, Got one of the <laughs> one of the most interesting elements to this whole series that I have been thinking about basically nonstop is the the Magi and all that lore and world building put into the Magi. What did you think yeah. about the Magi? Um, so should we explain? No. Because th- it's, yeah, well, if if you haven't stopped to watch it now, then you're... Not going to? Yeah, then you're probably missing out on a lot in this episode. I think anyway. you're missing out on There's <laughs> something in your life. life. Yeah, fuck. Um, so I, it's cool. It's built like the Illuminati, basically. Like there's a lot. What? Wait, sorry. Wait, what? What do you mean it's built like the Illuminati? Explain. That there is like this, that there's this like force. There's this group of people behind, behind the scenes pulling the oh, strings. Oh, okay, okay. Yep, no. Sorry, I gotcha. I thought for a second you were going to say the Illuminati is like a supercomputer that decides things. I'm like, what the f- have I missed no. something? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did I fundamentally, mis- fundamentally misunderstand what the Illuminati was for a second there? Yeah. No, it's definitely cool that it's the th- the three parts. Of, yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's that, put together. That's, yeah, that's got these. Yeah. That episode that kind of goes into the history of the Magi and how the three um, components that make up the Magi, the three separate personalities... Um, the scientist who um, created the Magi developed the three personalities to represent the three parts of her. Her as a scientist, her as a mother, and her as a woman. Yeah. Because really those cool. th- those three parts were constantly fighting and bickering each other. So the Magi make the decisions for the city. They're basically the, you know, the head of the city, and they rule on majority rule. Yeah. And but- it's... And it's awesome. And the way that they put it out, it's like, oh, there's like a 0.008% chance. 
0.008% chance of this going. And that's the, they've got to take that because that's better than exactly losing. And yeah, I, I, did, I, I thought it was really, really cool. The whole supercomputer side. They did, could, do you think it's a dystopian view of how a future civilization would run being controlled by a computer, like an AI program? Is it supposed to be looked at a dystopian kind of view on things or do you think I, it's more? I definitely think so. Like I, I definitely think that there is like, that there's this these two forces at play that aren't necessarily um, benevolent or malevolent. Like there's these two forces at play that uh, are constantly fighting, but I'd, I'd realistically, I think it's a cool imagination of it, but realistically I don't think that would be the case because humans would never relinquish control to a computer. Yeah, I thought, I thought like I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh man, that I, I think it's, I don't know, like there was part of me that was like, that sounds like the most logical way to run yeah, definitely. A city or, you know, to run a, a country. But then there's part of me that's like, it would never happen. I wouldn't listen to it. I agree. Totally logical. Best way it should be run. Wouldn't agree with it. <laughs> wow. Man, yeah. I'm such a sheep. Because, yeah, no. if that was in place, I'd be like, tell me everything I need to do. Like the logic part of me understands that the best way to rule is authoritarian. But in my heart, I'm a true libertarian where it's like, fuck laws freedom for everyone but yeah. i understand that that's dumb because people are dumb and people, people will make dumb decisions <laughs> people are dumb if we're speaking about dumb people i would like to shout out shinji in this series because <laughs> he constantly makes some of the dumbest decisions i've ever I like seen when i've googled the characters yeah everyone is shown how they are and shinji is a child yeah, they literally, they literally the picture they use for him is is him as like three years old because I think that's his developmental age because yeah. he dumb sometimes. Um, Clearly struggling with severe mental illness. Depi- yeah, well, and that's actually a probably a pretty good depiction of depression in a teenager. Yeah, and a, like abandonment issues and like potentially oh, shout out to all my shout out to all our listeners with abandonment issues. Um, Let me holler at you. Yeah, link up, we can talk. Yeah, potentially borderline personality disorder. Mm. Um, but that's the thing that I really like about this. Like it is, and the way that it wraps up beautifully is like it is a series about a boy finding his place in the world, trying to love himself, trying to come to grips with all of the shit that has happened in his life. Yeah. Um, And there's cool robot alien fights in it. There is cool robot <laughs> alien fights. Uh specifically I want to talk about one cool robot alien fight. Uh the fight scene in episode 11 I think it is. No, episode 9. The fight scene in episode 9 that is set to ballet uh ballet music piece. Oh. It shows the two giant mechs fighting yes. in synchronous like synchronized. Yeah. And it's like it's such an amazing that episode. That's the second angel, it's a, isn't it? Uh, well, it's episode nine, angel. so it'll be a oh, few in. Okay, yeah. And it's it's a masterstroke of animation and tension building because it's this incredibly tense fight that's with ballet music behind it. It's it's yeah. amazing. The use of music again, like I'm saying, the whole sound, the use of sound design and sound in this anime is amazing, and that is a fantastic one. Oh, like that's how they've 
it's so beautifully done. It's like, amazing. And it's, it's a complete change of pace as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. It, it it sets the mood in a great way. It's 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 really, really well done. Like it's I think amazing. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's so well done. Yeah, definitely. And then there's another part towards the end fighting the final angel or when that comes out when it's just this big orchestral like mm. oh, like yeah, yeah. angelic the, um, the whole like yeah. the every music in the in every fight is kind of um almost tailored to what your what the viewer is supposed to be feeling in that moment and i think it's it's something that i think a few animes now kind of shy like don't exactly move towards that angle because th- they're such long running series I and i think i think the best one i've found again obviously i talk about avatar last airbender a lot because it's amazing yeah. but in the final agni kai um, oh. with zuko and azula oh. when they're fighting how it's this somber music and it's quiet and it's not like this big build and up. It's, it's like you're meant to feel sad you're meant to feel a heartache and they that. actually and it, um add a sound effect for the fire bending in that uh that scene where it's just like a, it sounds like a, like a gas stove. Yeah, it's yeah like, like a, a blowtorch. Yeah, and it's really, it's really zeroed in. It's not these, yeah, I think that, uh, seeing that made me think of that same mm. fight. That it's just like, yeah, it's it's really, really well done. It really sets the tone. And they, they set the tone from the start of each episode with this amazing kind of jazzy music kind <laughs> yeah. of, have you, like, I think I, I do have the intro here. Um. This is the intro song, and I've been singing this song all week. <sighs> Probably terribly. Oh, awfully. Awfully. I, my voice can't match that pitch. And then this jazz drop. Oh, so. The percussion in the, the jazz. Oh, this, is there a saxophone? I think that's a sax. Yeah, you really. That's so good. You know that thing? Lots of versions of it. Do you know that meme? (laughs) Anime intro, anime outro, and it's like this is the perfect one for that anime Uh, intro, and everyone's happy and party, and it's like anime outro. Oh, do because I have the outro here because (laughs) the outro again, like it's was I fell asleep literally at the end of an episode, and I was listening to this as I fell asleep, and I had the worst nightmares ever had because this is what I fell asleep listening to. It's haunting. Yeah. It's it's amazing. It's like I hate people that talk about their dreams, but when I fell asleep listening to this, I dreamt about Edward Collins playing the piano to me, and it was just this song, and I fucking hated it. Just, just young young Robert Patterson just strumming away at the keyboard slowly, glistening in the sunlight. It fucking terrified me. Oh, Can't wait for that Batman, by the way. Hilarious. Um, hey, your brain went to that. <laughs> <laughs> Are <laughs> you telling me your brain doesn't always go to Robert Patterson when you hear a piano, Josh? Can't say it does. Man, uncultured, uncultured. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Josh Phillip, you're the weird one. Uh, yeah, I am. But yeah, that as you were saying, like uh, that that meme, like anime intros being this super hyped up thing in the outro. Like the the intro is this like bombastic jazz track and the and this outro is just this haunting piano solo and the imagery in the outro is just a spinning silhouette of a um ray yeah it's ray isn't it i thought it might have been yeah it's just her spinning silhouette in the moonlight yeah with the moonlit lake and it drips in it terrifying (laughs) yeah and yeah it's the perfect way to cap off 
cap off uh, like a bombastic episode with just yeah. this slow, somber thing. And I, I love in this series how they always end the episode with a poignant moment of dialogue to be continued straight into instantly into the piano. It's, yeah. it's brilliant. Yeah, it does great. Um, is there an angel design that you like the most? Um, probably the, hmm, I enjoyed the one that was like a, the, it was like the 11th angel. It was just a long string almost. Yeah. And it was, uh, when it first appeared, it was just the infinity symbol kind of repeating on itself. Yeah. It's glowing. Yeah. I loved that. Uh, also the eye that came from space. That's my favorite. I love that. I, I actually that think design. that, do you know the Pokemon Deoxy? The virus Pokemon from outer space? No. Deoxys. Deoxys, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still I, love you, Josh. I still love you too. Um, I can't spell it to look up an image of it. Yeah, Josh is going to look that up. But yeah, I think its imagery is definitely inspired by that angel and... Yeah, that angel, uh, the way it just kind of descends through the clouds and it's so ominous, it's so terrible, yeah, actually terrifying. Kamikaze. And yeah, what did you have a favourite one or? It's that one, yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's, yeah. Uh, can I, you've pulled up a list of the, there was definitely angels that I just found their designs boring, like the prison one's pretty boring, the third angel. Yeah. Uh, the spider ones, you know, it's, uh, actually no, now that I'm looking at these, these are all... They're pretty dope, very actually. imaginative. Like I looked at them there. What I would hate that when I was younger. Oh, I'd like, I actually would, hated that. Yeah. Like I just, I just couldn't handle that kind of stuff, but I can really appreciate it now. So your Wi-Fi is so slow. Yeah, it's bad. So that's a, okay. I think definitely the color scheme and yeah, it's out definitely. of space, the orange, the eyes. I wonder if it, it is inspired. I want, yeah. I wonder if that's a thing. Maybe it's just me over reading into things, but potentially. Yeah, I do that sometimes. Uh, anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the I I enjoyed all the angel designs, and as you said, yeah, I think they would be genuinely terrifying for a younger audience. There is that image on the bottom right. Yep. There is your Pokemon. Yes. It's shown that it looks like it's been influenced by yeah, definitely of the angels. Yeah. It actually looks like a combination. Yeah. The one with the flappy uh, eyes. Yeah. So I like I th- and Pokemon, yeah. Deoxys is based off, got it right. Man, I'm fucking smart. <laughs> you may know penguins do, but I can pick up Pokemon designs. <laughs> Which ones are more useful life skill? Actually, I think they're both equally unuseful. No way. <laughs> I don't know. I also liked the giant... Um, Penis one. Which one was the giant penis one? Yeah, no, that was a giant <laughs> was penis. Was that the love one? Yeah. No. No, the, I think, oh, no, I think no. that was the one that no, was like that the third angel one. or the second yeah. angel. Yeah, the big red penis. Yeah, <laughs> giant penis. Uh, um, what did you think of the three pilots we have in the series, the three main pilots of the um, Evangelions. Um, yeah, what? really good. I liked. I liked the gender representation in um in this. It was funny when Amber saw Shinji because she wasn't really paying attention. She's mm. just 
on her phone looking up and she saw Shinji. She's like, oh, it's weird seeing a boy in this. Like, oh, it's a very heavily the female main character. Cast, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a good like um, representation, and I think the characters are well done. They're not, um, yeah, I think they all have good motivation mm. and like a, a well developed. That's why I sort of, yeah, that's why I sort of don't recognize the fan service. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Everything looks like it's done for story. Nothing I, is done just for the fans. And as much as I banged on about the fan service, I think I only noticed it in the later episodes which are a bit more heavier on the fan. I think there was one scene in a hot spring in that lava episode, which I just fucking hated insanely. Like, I love that lava episode, but the last two minutes tacked onto it and the hot springs bit, I was just like, oh, fuck off. And I understand why it's in there. I just, yeah, I think after watching, I've been watching another anime this week that is, that I think we'll be talking about on a future episode that is insanely fan service to the point where, I was at work just staring at a fork and wishing I could plunge it deep into my eye cavity because <laughs> I could not look at another pair of anime titties. Like, it was fucking killing me. Um, but, yeah, I think that's the only reason I kind of... Kill the kill? <laughs> what were you watching? Uh, ReZero. Oh, I haven't watched it. Yeah, it's like a... I will cover it on an upcoming episode, but... Yeah, it's fucking brutal, man. Like, so fans you're talking about kill the kill. That is just fans. Kill the kill is yeah, essentially it, yeah. It's it's the fans. With the scissors. Yeah, yeah it's so <laughs> fucking horrible. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah, at least they're honest. They're not pretending to be anything else but fan service. Yeah, it's literally just yeah. It's it's a fan service anime. But I think I think as much as I bang on and hate it on anime, I love Kill the Kill because I was going to say it's where you told me to watch that. <laughs> I did yeah, watch one episode and was like, what the fuck's this? I I'm love Kill the Kill. There's a <laughs> sticker in there that is My Hero Academia, the kid with the green black hair. Uh, Izuku Midoriya <laughs> in um, Drawn is the... Style yeah, so it's pretty great. We'll put a photo up of that one there on the Instagram because <laughs> I fucking love it. It's one of my favourite stickers I got actually. Um, it's already uh, sticky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, doing like research into this Yeah Josh just found it How great is it buddy I have to put a photo up on for the Insta um, Doing research for this series uh, For this episode um, I stumbled across The movies and you know Watched a few of the movies There's multiple endings To Evangelion Yeah, it's set Like multiple endings Depending on which one you f- think is canon Or which one you wanted to believe is canon um, yeah. But honestly, I think the the way the animated series wraps up, like the way the anime rock, uh, wraps up, is the best ending. Yeah, I think it's, it's the most hopeful, and I think that's what that whole series is building towards a hopeful ending. I think yeah, if you watch that series is. from episode one to episode twenty six, it builds the narrative builds towards a hopeful ending. There's nothing but hope in those last couple episodes, yeah, and I think to end it not hopeful is wrong. It's a really well written story in my honest opinion like it's it's really well written in the way that um where conflict is placed and how it is resolved and yeah your want for the character to succeed and your um your distress when the character makes a decision that you know will be bad for them in the long run but you can totally um empathize with them making because of the situation that they're in like the it's it's yeah, it's, it's really, really well done in the motivations of the character. Mm, I think it would be... I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a teenager, regardless of gender or, you know, 
upbringing or you know yeah, race religion that would not that wouldn't be able to empathize with at least one of these characters yeah <clears throat> yeah they definitely they definitely diversify the characters quite a lot and and it's just a thing like a topic anyone who went to Australian school and did year 10 would know belonging very important part belonging belonging is what we had to do in English Josh is shaking his head was that was it we were we belonging yeah we were belonging weren't we yes you were yeah Callum did belonging yeah yes yeah (laughs) high school was 10 years ago I cannot remember anything yeah it's insane all that Josh had to remember was Red and green and blue. Mm. <laughs> and black. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the colours go to the colours. Yes. Electricity works. <laughs> so that's how Josh works stuff, eh? <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, like, it definitely, it shows these characters wanting to belong. And yeah. them trying to, yeah, it's 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 really heartfelt. Mm. And, yeah, I think I think the series wrapping up on a on a hopeful ending for me definitely made me stop and reflect inwards a bit and just be like, okay, I kind of, maybe this was speaking to me on a deeper level than I first anticipated going into it. And yeah. maybe I can glean from this some sort of, not not so much life advice, but at least something to carry with me to be like, you know. Yeah. There is something in this, It's I think. not super cheesy like some Pokemon things and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, this is the... Le- lesson of the episode always be nice to this always do that like it, it's you really, can always believe it's in a yourself very self-reflective um show and the way mm. that there, there's a couple of episodes which are very um psychedelic i would say definitely like yeah really really like a psychedelic experience of introspection of um, identity of self and the connection to others and yeah it's 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 awesome it is so awesome there's a couple of episodes that i know a lot of like that people don't like because of the so way that five and six 25 and 26 yeah and um they, there's the one a bit before that um with the big void angel Oh, I loved that um, episode. Yeah, that episode so is much. amazing. Yeah, yeah, so introspective. So, um, so much to take, so much to unpack mm. from that episode. So, yeah. and that episode even climaxes with this bloody kind of um, hate-filled, vengeance-driven robot, mechanical beast tearing itself out of this void, and it's it's gory and bloody, and it's it rains down on the city like a unremovable oh, yeah. stain. Awesome. I l- so oh, awesome. I yeah. loved that. Yeah, the art in this is amazing. Yeah, well, like, uh, Evangelion, like, uses the medium of animation to tell this this story in such an engaging way, and it uses these deep colours and these, these cinematic backdrops to, you know, really tell a story that I think a lot of other animes have tried to replicate and I don't think any have duplicated. Yeah. I quite frankly don't think I've watched any, anything else that has made me feel the way I felt when, when finishing this series. Yeah. The balance between action and emotion is perfect. Mm. And that like the action beats in this, in this series, even though it is a series from what, 1996, 1995 still hold up as compelling kinetic, animation like animated scenes like yeah yeah it it holds up it it ages perfect 
Yeah, no, it's pretty good. Um, sorry, I just had to flip Josh off because he was doing weird stuff on my couch. Put it away, Josh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, this, this series is, is, it's breathtaking. Um, so I think we, final thoughts on this series. I mean, I think everyone knows what we're about to say. This, this series can get it. Yeah, it definitely can. Yeah. It's not that great. Wow. (laughs) You've literally been sitting there listening to us for about 50 minutes, singing the praises of how we connected with this on an emotional level, how it spoke to us, our teenage selves. Give it a go, mate. You watched three episodes and got annoyed with the main character kid. I was just like, no. I guess that's basically how I feel about One Piece. Mm. I've watched like. Forced. I've watched a few episodes. Didn't like it. Summer made me watch it, like a couple of arcs, and I was like, "The drawing is terrible. I don't like the anime." Read the manga. The manga of One Piece is legitimately a hundred times better than the animation. Different strokes for different folks. But yeah, you like it. I don't know. Something just annoyed me about the kid, and I was like, "No." Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to like as you said Naruto for that. <laughs> the Man, you character, tr- not the anime. Look at anime the table. Awesome. Look at the table right in front of you. Yeah. There's a giant Naruto poster. There's a Kakashi awesome. in front of you. Awesome anime. <sighs> awesome world building. Awesome characters. I just don't like Naruto. Like he's just so boring. Just who, who do? Just out of curiosity, who do you like in that series? Um, if you say Sasuke, I'm gonna fly kick no, you over this table. Like okay, good. Gara. Good. Um, Kabuto. Kabuto. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh um, man, if you can correct Shikaru, my pronunciation, I can fucking. Um, Kiba. Yeah. Um, fuck, who's the puppet dude again? He's another Amaru, isn't he? The from the Sand Village, yeah. like the twins. The puppet dude. Um, so the twins are Tamari, the fangirl, and. I can't remember the name. Oh my god, I'm blanking so yeah. hard. But yes, I know who you're talking about. He's yes. yeah, he's dope. Yeah, I like. That's cool. Them. Just Naruto uh, is a pain in the ass. Kakashi for life. I will always basic s- bitch. Fuck you. Um, I like Kakashi in Naruto. Oh, I like Goku. I like Gara. I'm a moody teenager. Where? <laughs> Shut <know> up. It. <laughs> you and your fucking eyeliner eyes can fuck right off of the studio. Hey, I haven't worn eyeliner since my emo phase of 2009. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I was looking back on old photos and there was like, man, my fringe. Oh, it's painful to look at, man. It's so bad. There's a photo of me wearing a collared shirt with a collared overshirt onto it. I've got f- like two collars on. Yes, there's Embarrassing. one. Of, one of my school photos. I think it was uh, my year eight, so 2008 school photos, and my fringe wasn't yet to my eye, but I still had the fringe that went down, but it went just at my eyebrow level. Like it didn't cover my eyes yet. <laughs> it looked even worse. Oh, it's amazing. Um, what a tangent. So we will, we will, we will start to uh, wrap it up there. No one's listening at this point. Anyway. No, God, no. Uh, as we said up top, go to the socials, like the pages at Lords of Dorktown, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Email us at, at lordsofdorktown at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Tell us what you want us to review. Uh, also, rate and review on iTunes. It means a world of, uh, it makes a world of difference and it means we, so much to us. We love this, guys. We'd like to know that you love it too. And we're not stopping this anytime soon. Yeah, so get used to it. Hey, you going to say bye, Josh? Cheers. Keep it dorky, guys. Stay dorky.